what it is yo what's up this shows real talk sports deontay smith and guess what i finally done finally convinced some guys that i'm in another another league with on espn to start a dynasty on sleeper some of the same guys from the espn league and a couple new guys none of them know each other most of them half of them know each other half of them don't but this is going to be a fun league um i also have so it's gonna be the real talk sports dynasty league and then there's a second one because i needed a second dynasty league it's gonna be the real talk sports dynasty relegation league not related at all i just needed another name to be secondary to my to uh my first league that i did and man it is ppr um let me see is it three two flexes uh, two receivers, two running backs, one tight end, and one QB. Uh, points per carry, points per first down. I expect a lot of scoring. Do have IDPs, but it's not too deep on IDP. We're going to be adjusting the scoring as we move forward to make IDP more valuable as people get more familiar with IDP. A lot of guys, first time. Um, this will be my third Dynasty League. I think I'm in four at the moment. Um, I took over an orphan last year. Took over one this year. It started two startups. So it is going to be a ton of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. This is how my draft shook up, shook out, shook down, shake, whatever you want to call it. This is how it turned out. I ended up getting Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's my oldest quarterback. I do have one in the wings waiting. It's going to be Jimmy G. Uh, but I do have Aaron Rodgers for the next two or three years. I want to say, depending on that, what that window is, he's only 35. And if he plays as long as Brady, I'll have him for a good bit. My running backs, Marlon Mack and Chris Carson. Those are my two running backs, both under 25. Uh, I don't really care much about running backs when it comes to fantasy. Um, just because you never know where a running, you can always find a running back somewhere. But in a league this deep, you have to draft a good running back. Uh, it's not going to be one of those things where you can find a Philip Lindsay because those kind of guys are going to be rostered already. Uh, I do have those two as my um, – oh, and I forgot in flex. I got James White, who I think he was a top 10 um, PPR back last year. I expect that same kind of um, workload. It's just I don't like all the new pieces uh, Tom Brady has as far as like uh, – What's the guy's name? Sonny Michelle. He's still back. He's back. Damian Harris, goal line guy, I think. I don't like that. You still got Rex Burkhead making the roster. So those are going to be my three running backs moving forward. I do have Daryl Henderson from the University of South Panola in Memphis. Uh, I do have him because I don't expect Gurley arthritis to hold up. Uh, if I can get 25% of the touches in that backfield with Henderson, I am happy with that. But he's currently in my taxi slot. You have five of those. You gotta learn, gotta have taxis. That's the only way you can build the team, I believe. Most fun way, because you're not just uh, you build through drafting and things like that. Receiver-wise, I got Dante Adams. I mean Devonte Adams. How do I not know that name? Devonte Adams, one of my favorite receivers. I wanted Hopkins so bad, but Hopkins went right before me. I was in the seventh spot. He went at six. So I pivoted and I was like, all right, so can't, I can't get that stack with Watson so I'll just do the stack with Rodgers a little bit later so I was able to get him I took Mike Evans but 
I'm not as crazy about Mike Evans and this Bruce Arians offense just because I've seen Hans Ward um, and those guys have much better seasons than your San Antonio Holmes, the outside guys. So Hans Ward kind of mold for Chris Godwin, I, who I did take. Uh, and I, Chris Godwin, is uh, he's more more durable. I would say Mike Evans always has like a shoulder, already has like always has like a hamstring injury, um, and I don't want that that Julio Jones kind of feeling all year with the guys uh, on the on the injury report. I also picked up Allen Robinson, Will Fuller, Paul Richardson, Michael Gallup, uh, Marvin Jones. Those are gonna be my receivers for my like those are my key reserve receivers. Most of those are gonna be flex guys. But I'm hoping I can get a lottery ticket out of Will Fuller or Allen Robinson, who they're all number one guys uh, except for Fuller. Robinson, Richardson, and Jones could be like your your number one guys for their teams, which is what I really like to go for. Future-wise, I did pick up Debo Samuel. Um, I think he has a chance to be one of the better receivers in San Francisco after Dante Pettis. They don't really have a whole lot of options. Just need to get, need him to get his head right. Tight end. I got George Kittle again this year. He was so good for me last year. I don't expect last year's numbers, but I do expect him to be a top five tight end because it's not very deep at the position. And then for the future, I got Dawson Knox, which is from Ole Miss, and I probably was a little biased. I missed out on DK. Kagan picked up DK, um, which I think is going to be huge because it's him and Tyler Lockett as your your receivers in two two receiver sets. And um, considering how the Seahawks like to line up in a whole lot of 11 uh, formations, so you can expect to see a lot of two receiver sets, which I think would bode well for your DK and Tyler Lockett. Week in and week out, going to have owners, managers, whatever you want to call them, governors of these teams hit me up get on the pot and just talk about the league how their week went things like that i'm going to try to do a power rank he's got to figure out a system that is fair to everybody but i'm going to go ahead and touch on two of the most dangerous teams in the league and team futuristic in the league so first we got the sue tang clan that's going to be tyler waldrop's league my boy Waldrop, man, you put together a nice team, even though you weren't there for a lot of the draft. We do, I do apologize having the auto pick. I tried the slow draft, not everybody liked it. I'm um, sorry, the dates were messed up, but this is this is a solid team. He has Russell Wilson, who is a QB of right now and the future. He has stud running back Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb, he's only 23. If he stays healthy, he could be a very good running back. Young receiver core. Dude is loaded at receiver. He has Odell Beckham Jr., Keenan Allen, and Amari Cooper. How do we allow him to get three number one options, a top 10 running back, and a top 10 dual threat? Got to call Russell Wilson a dual threat because he can get it done with the feet and his arm. Dude, and you do get points per carry and first downs. So, man nice team that he has put together i'm not even i can't even hate on that team at all the second most dangerous team in the league i think this season heading into the season is going to be the 228ers 
uh, that's going to be Kagan's team. High volume stack with Ryan and with Ridley. I think Ridley is going to be a number two receiver behind Julio, of course, but he's definitely going to be over Sanu. Uh, Sanu may have a breakout game here and there, but I do expect Ridley to eat up a lot of the targets that Sanu normally would see. Two top ten running backs and two top ten pass receiving options. This is ridiculous because he has the number one receiver, number one tight end, he has Travis Kelsey, and he also has DeAndre Hopkins. He has Leonard Fournette, and he has Dalvin Cook. Now, while his two running backs are a lot more questionable than his two pass receiving options, two number one pass receiving options, I do think these two guys are able to figure it out. Dalvin Cook's going to have a whole lot of volume. Um, they're gonna he's going to touch the ball a whole lot. It's, it's all about staying healthy for him. And I think he may be able to stay healthy. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's he should be in better shape than he was last year. I think that's where a lot of the soft tissue injuries, like the hamstring and things like that, came because he came into camp out of shape. But this year, I think he's going to be in better shape. Rockwell Armstead, I think, is the guy that they say is going to be his backup. Uh, I would definitely roster him if you do have Leonard Fournette, just so that you're okay if anything happens to Leonard Fournette, because you never know with the guy. And he's gotten to like a lot of, he, he's immature, um, but contract season is coming up soon. So he's going to be uh, on his best behavior for the next two years, I believe. So teams with the most to look forward to, a.k.a. Team Futuristic, it's going to be Mystic Rivers. That's going to be Mike's team. He has 18 guys, 25 or younger. And a couple of the guys, just the name, Nick Bosa, Devin Bush, Bryce Love, Nikhil Harry. Miles Sanders and David Montgomery. Miles Sanders and David Montgomery are going to be two stud running backs maybe in the next two or three years, which I think sets him up well. Um, wait a minute. I just got a trade offer. All right, let me look at this trade offer real quick. And we are using Sleeper. Um, it's my second year using Sleeper. I definitely recommend it if you, you want to do Dynasty. I think as you guys get deeper into your redraft leagues and the teams and the squads stick together, you should definitely look into um, upgrading your league into a dynasty league. Okay, let's see. So one of the guys in my league just sent me a trade for Marvin Jones and Will Fuller, uh, who I think are going to be super good. He sent me Aguilar and a 2020 first round pick i've already gotten a first round pick out of kagan and i'll tell you how that trade went give me one moment to find it all right so the kagan trade was a 2019 13th round his 2021st his 2022nd and 25 fab dollars for the 19th round pick. I don't know who that 19th round pick turned out to be, but I definitely took it because he was giving me a lot, um, so I cannot complain. And we did a lot of trading at the very bottom of it. Um, he did he did get a 2020 second round out of me, as well as 25 fab dollars. No, I got another 25 out of him. So he sent me about 50 bucks in the fab. Um, a couple guys I picked up after the draft was over. Uh, Jadavion Clowney, we do have IDP. Um, Justin Jackson just because 
this holdout situation. I don't know where it's going, but I do want to have some guys just in case. I know Austin Eckler isn't going to be the every down back. Um, but back to this trade with one of the guys in the league. I really like acquiring uh, draft capital. Uh, makes me feel like I'm Danny Ainge. Um, but that would give me three first-round picks in next year's draft. And I, I would go Tua, taxi him, um, Judy, the receiver. And I got to do a little more research because I want to go QB, running back, and receiver in the event that I were to accept this trade. I got to I gotta think about it more. But that, I, I almost want to accept it just so I can get that trade. But he's pretty loaded. I don't want to help anybody in this league if it doesn't help me at all. But I definitely will reevaluate that trade in the coming days. Uh, so, other things to touch on, fantasy related. Jerry Jones released a quote saying he thought it would be months before... A deal was made with Ezekiel Elliott. Man, if I got Mike Weber as a taxi right now, um, I think I don't know if Tony Pollard is going to be the guy because it's really cloudy the way that the backfield looks behind Zeke. Um, but as time goes on, preseason games are played. I, I want to see Mike Weber. Weaver, Weber, I'm gonna say Weber, uh, take over that backfield, the number two slot, just in the event that Zeke does hold out until like week two or week three, I can get a little bit of value. But I don't know if I want to burn that taxi slot just for two or three weeks. I don't, I don't see Ezekiel Elliott sitting out the whole year. Also with Justin Jackson, I have him on my bench just in case Melvin Gordon decides not to play. Um, his is a little different just because uh, I think he still has another two years on his on his contract. So he'd just be holding out just to hold out next year. Uh, but he's, he's holding out for a, a trade, which I don't think is going to happen unless they get something they really, really like. Let's take another look at some more things going on around the league. All right, so let's touch on some Fantasy football news. The Patriots signed Bears and Saints, former Bears and Saints wide receiver Cam Meredith, to a contract. I believe Cam Meredith can make some waves in New England because they always use guys' strengths when they game plan. So I, I do like that for him. Morris Claiborne may not matter if you don't do IDP, but he's facing a four-game suspension. Yesterday, Russell Wilson did not practice. No word on why, but he did not practice. Brandon Marshall was working out for the Colts. As a guy who has Devin Funches, you don't want to see Brandon Marshall on this team because that would eat up some red zone targets. Let's take a look at what DK, DK Metcalf is doing his measurables before the draft were ridiculous but given the wide receivers dead he has a chance to make a splash pretty early that was some of the hype coming out if you if your league needs RBs if you need RBs in your league Mike Gillisley was in Indianapolis yesterday 
working out for the Colts. And he also recently worked out for the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders probably good with Jacobs going forward. Uh, also, Josh Gordon, uh, in my IDP, I mean, in my Dynasty League, you are allowed to roster um, or sit suspended guys on your IR slot. Uh, but he has applied for reinstatement. So I did see a lot of guys have him on the uh, have him on their draft or draft why he was drafted in some in two of my leagues for sure uh, and Spencer Ware was placed on the PUP list um, his season is over is what one report says which explains why the Colts are working out guys and I want to say that pretty much wraps up any fantasy football news As of right now, uh, did want to tell you guys that Zeke's holdout could last months once again. Um, this is what Jerry Jones said. He, he doesn't believe you need to have a rushing champion to win the Super Bowl, and he's he's citing that Emmett is the only one to do it. Emmett Smith, who did hold out, um, I think they went 0-2, and they were like, "Let's get this guy on the field." And went on to win the Super Bowl in '93. Um, that is just that is just some of the some of the head scratching moves made by Jerry Jones. I think they're right by not paying him right away. You do need this. You need, do need to wrap up your quarterback of the future. His his shelf life is going to be longer than Zeke's. Uh, so that totally makes sense to me why you wouldn't sign Zeke before you sign. Dak, everybody's looking at what Zeke's value is right now. It will not be the same value by the end of that contract. Um, another guy, if you haven't drafted yet, to check out. It's going to be wide receiver turn tight end Darren Walker of the Raiders. At FB Film Analysis, underscore Film Analysis, they said he has been unguardable during camp. Waller is getting every opportunity to replace last year's leading receiver. <laughs> leading receiver Jared Cook that's pretty bad when Jared Cook is your leading receiver that tells you how bad that offense was um, I want to say that wraps up the show uh, I will likely send back an offer uh, gonna see how bad he wants to get another receiver because he looking at the team he is a little shallow at receiver give me one moment to go check out his team at receiver he has Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, and those are his two starting receivers. He has running backs in the flex, uh, Marquise Goodwin, Nelson Aguilar, Antonio Callaway, who I recently released um, after I saw that he was not looking good in camp. But he was getting first-team reps on Friday. Uh, so he did so. What this guy did was pick up a guy who is flexible enough to pay, play the receiver and the tight end spot, and that'd be Darren Waller. Uh, but I, I, he needs receivers, and I can definitely give him what he needs. He has Andy Isabella on his bench. I don't think Andy Isabella makes a splash until later in the season. But yeah, he's really he's really weak at receiver, but he is loaded at running back. Talking Devontae Freeman, Damian Williams, Ezekiel Elliott, 
Melvin Gordon loaded. That's how loaded he is. But I will keep you guys posted on this trade. See if I want to do it or not. See if he accepts the what the offer that I sent him back, which I think was a, a joke. It wasn't a good offer. I will admit that. But I do want to see how bad he needs just uh, just running back. So he just he's already sent me back. He wants Adams and Kittle for Freeman and a 2022nd. I'm done. No, not even close, bro. Yeah, we're not making this trade happen. We went from Marvin Jones to Will Fuller for Nelson Aguilar on the first to that crap he just sent me. But I'm done rambling. Appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, and this is that real talk. Peace.